Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And I'm welcoming you to a very special edition of the Michelle Mission, Two Men, One Podcast, Every Black Film Ever Made. Due to popular demand, we bring for you today a very special Brooklyn night. I don't know. I don't even know. Look, this is when me and Vince went to Brooklyn and we sat down with um, Dorian and Simone Missick to review Strictly Business. We had so much fun uh, sitting around at Butch and Coco's fabulous cafe in Brooklyn. Thank you so much uh, for welcoming us and making us feel at home inside your beautiful establishment, which you can find on Howard Avenue in Brooklyn. Go check it out because it is dope. Get that chocolate cake. It is super delish. We had such a good time. The Mystics, who you may know, Dorian is a actor, producer, director, and a DJ in uh, Hollywood, most recently seen on Animal Kingdom on TNT. And Simone Missick is unquestionably the the best thing uh, happening in Marvel's Netflix Luke Cage. And she also uh, turns up in Iron Fist and now she's going to show up in The Defenders. She's doing a big thing in the world of Marvel. And they're doing big things in Hollywood as being a world-class couple. Um, If you just sit around and watch them have so much fun with one another, you can tell that even more so than being in love, that they truly like one another, which is um, the essence of a good relationship. And Vince and I are truly, truly blessed to not only to be able to call them fans of our little show, which means that they are one with you. They too are Michelle missionaries. Um, but we are also uh, equally blessed uh, to call them friends at this point. And um, that is uh, 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 that is something you don't throw around, you know, um, just freely especially in the podcasting world and especially in the world in which they walk. So for them to uh, have those feelings about us and allow us to share in those feelings with them is indeed an honor. And um, we thank them very much. I hope that you enjoy this episode it was planned for episode to be episode 99 but we got into so much topical conversation um and with the defenders debuting on netflix this weekend it only made sense for us to put out this show right now so uh thanks to jasmine carroll a social media coordinator who drummed that into my head and i was like yeah you're right this has to be out now (laughs) So episode 99 is now episode 79 of the Michelle Mission, our talk with the mystics and our review of Strictly Business. And stay tuned after the show because I have a uh, very special message that I want to send out there. But that'll be after the show. Enjoy.
Do you have something you want to say about Detroit, Simone? You seem like you have, because you are right. from Detroit. Right. What Detroit's first daughter feels about the movie Detroit? I thought it was handled poorly. I'd question why Catherine Bigelow chose to tell this story at this time. Why she chose this, chose the story or at this time? Why she chose this story. Okay. I know why she chose at this time because it's the anniversary of it and for marketing purposes, you can sell it. Right. But not because this movie is supposed to forward a conversation about policing and the way that we police people today or any of those things. And I think it was like watching, I, I remember I read somebody's review, it was like watching an extended snuff film. Right. So, I didn't feel as yeah. though the black people in the film, their story was empowered in any way. Right. I felt like the way that you start a film, when you start a film and you're like, okay, this is the history of black people in America and their migration from the south to the north, and we're going to put a painting by uh, Jacob Lawrence in the background to make y'all feel like we really care. And then we're going to start the film, and you're going to think that the reason why the riots happened were because some black people got kicked out of an illegal after-hours gambling spot. Right. And that they was just like, and we fed up because we can't drink after 2 o'clock in the morning. Right, right. And, and when that, that jailing and, and mass roundup of the black people happened, it was also peacefully led by one black man, played by right. Chris Chalk. And Who's an excellent actor. Who is an excellent actor. But we are going to gently usher these, you know, unlawful Negroes into the back of this paddy wagon. Right. You know they was beating people and cracking folks over the head and yeah. calling them all exactly. kinds of names. And, but that was not presented in the movie. It was, oh, and now they're just angry and they're burning down their own neighborhood. And why are they doing this? Right. And you didn't have the inside of anyone's home who right. was black. You didn't know any of their backstory. You didn't know anybody's story, really. Right. Um, there is some controversy about the, uh, the security guard, Desmukes, I believe yeah. is, is yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to ask yourself, when a person says... I think Catherine Bigelow got 95% of the story right. Right. Which is what he was quoted as saying. You, you go back and you do just literally a scratch on the, underneath the surface and you find out some of those victims said that he was one of the aggressors as well. Right. That he was putting hands on them, which would answer why he was one of the co-defendants. Right. If he was also innocent. Why was he also linked into this story? But you don't get that because you've got someone who's coming in and telling a story and they need his stamp of Negro approval on it. They need him to say, well, this was right. So that she can go into every black community and say, I told the story and the truth and the way it was. And then at the end of the film, you have this very beautiful, well, some of the story wasn't true. But most of it was. The spirit. And you, and you the don't spirit. know which parts of it were or were not. And I just, I think that the acting in it was lovely. I think that the actors handled the material well. But there were some scenes where you were like, really? You really think that happened? Like, really? Old boy was tortured for however many hours. He's the main one talking about, we just need to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. And when given the chance by these oh-so-gracious oppressors to walk out the door or die. He says, you killed that man. I'm going to die. No, no, no. Right. 
We no. know our black instincts tell us. Right. Run right. and tell that we story later. The Live story to later. die another right. day. Right. So there were just, you know, there was a there was another scene with. I mean, because at a certain point, I just checked out. It was like right. Dorian and I, and then this uh, Latino couple sitting next to us, and me and the dude were just like, "What? That's some bullshit." <laughs> Like, he and I had become so enraged by it. (laughs) So at a certain point, I just kind of checked out. But then I checked back in in one moment. And there's, like, this scene that I'm like, my nephew could have written a better scene. And he's nine years old. So it's like the storytelling wasn't, there wasn't an attention to storytelling as much as it was sensationalizing Yeah. The, the brutality against black people. Yes. And I, mm. It's like misery porn. Right. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, and I wouldn't. the best way it. to put it because then they had all those white characters calling each other racist. And I have a lot of liberal white friends and I've never heard them tell another white person they were racist. Right. No, I, I don't doubt that. They'll tell us they I don't d- racist. Right. I don't. To their friends. I think in the sixties. I think in the sixties. I think nowadays we use that word so frequently. We use it. We black. I I think I think there's some nowadays speaking of the day that we're recording this, there's the thing that's happening. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. White people people racist. Because if it was just black people, nobody would care. Yeah. For black people to see. I'm talking about two white people talking right, in the room like they're friends. Jack. Yeah, okay, I'm I telling feel, you. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, they saying, don't want to make each other uncomfortable. Exactly. I've been the one black dude in the room where somebody says some stuff, right? Talking to each and other, nobody you know says anything. Right, and you look at the white guys to check the other white guys, and they don't. Mm-hmm. And they don't. So, and and these are my liberal friends, right? So. It's not a knock. It just is what it is. We've been in the room before with some old black dude that says some real racist stuff. Right. Or prejudiced stuff. Right. And we've been like, well, he old. Right. right. It's like that episode yeah. of Insecure. Right. It's yeah. like the storyline on Insecure right now yeah. where she's at the the high yeah. school and the, the black principal is like, yeah. you know, we got to look out for us. Right. Because right. right. you know them. Right. But... Issa refuses to say. Like, I'm not going to go over to him and be like, stop being racist. Right, or right. being prejudiced. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the real way it would happen, which is too real, is that Issa would go over and tell him, okay, you need to pull up in front of this white girl. Right. Because you're about to lose your job. Right, right. That right. is the side right. conversation the that right. would happen. So, a little too real. Nobody's, I was about to say, nobody's really ready for that. Yeah, look at I agree with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't think she agrees. Her character doesn't agree with that. Right, right. right. Well, I love that. I love it. Y'all hit insecure. Yeah. And I haven't watched this season yet. Oh, okay. yeah. Because I'm waiting. Because I'm, I'm You waiting. like to binge. Like to He's binge. a binger. Mm-hmm. But yeah. keeps telling me so much. Sorry. Like, it's real oh, good. Man, I got to go in. I know. I was thinking about doing that with Game of Thrones. Like, because it's too short of a season. I was yeah. like, yeah. I'll just wait. And then, what? no, I couldn't. It's, I couldn't. It's, 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 it's real. I was about to say, I don't know how you yeah, go yeah. outside. I know. Yeah. I know. So, no, I've been watching it. Okay, all right. But now, especially in Triple World, it made them feel a little guilty about watching it because of the whole Confederate. East, don't, don't, don't so even. Let, yo, let's Damn, talk about that. about that. Oh, boy. Oh, but what? you guys didn't know this, though. Never mind. Well, what? What? Say, say, talk, talk. The writer, one of their writers. Yes. Yeah, the Spellman. Yes. And it wasn't until you guys started talking more that I was like, I didn't know if you guys knew that he was actually a black dude. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, it's a black couple. I don't, yeah. yeah, he and his wife. Because yeah. he was on, he wrote for uh, Empire. For Empire. The wonderful, uh, that shows that you can really write show. I know. No, um, 
what I was saying. No, it just shows that you can tell a story. Like a big, bold, fat ass lie kind of story. I saw her. So check like that's, that's why you, that's why you put him on something like that. But uh, what I was gonna say about him is that in his defense, like I'm just like I just dragged the dude's name to the dirt and I'm about to say Right, right, defense. right. In his defense. Yeah. Uh the people who I know other writers in the industry or whatever, they, they seem to have nothing but love and respect for this dude. Okay. Okay. Which gives me a mustard seed of hope. That's all the Lord needs. That's, That's true. <laughs> mustard seed. That's true. Of hope that perhaps he may be the one voice in the room that okay. is like keeping people. Honest. I don't know how you get honest in a situation you like this. I don't, I don't know, know how you get I'm, honest with the two guys that run Game of Thrones. I don't know yeah, why I'm, just, I'm I the. Know, but I do feel. Seem, I do think that they seem like he and his wife seem like the perfect people to hire for a situation. Like this, I'm gonna take your mustard seed. Then, you know what, though, you guys saw Westworld, yes. To me, with the kind of network that we know HBO to be, I feel like this is the kind of show that Confederate will be. I think we are, uh, we as people of color, are sensitive about the concept, especially in the hands of white people, yes, but. I think that if you just change the majority of the faces on Westworld to being of color, you would look at it the same way and go, it's just a show about a bunch of people yeah. treating robots right. like slaves and right. killing them with wild abandon. And that was one of the complaints about Westworld that I got from a lot of women of color. It's yeah. like, you watch that show, all of the people of color are brutalized with wild abandon. All women are brutalized. It's like only people in the future only want to rape women and kill uh, natives. Yes. That's all they want to do. Right. And so I feel like there's a part of you that then starts to question, well, what is that in our society today? And can we eventually get to that place? Right. I feel like Confederate, and I might be real mustard seed hopeful, but I feel like it's saying if we were to have kept this system going mm-hmm. this is what it would look like and it will kind of look like what we how we treat people today i mean people are being enslaved in this country right. yeah, absolutely day. you the watch legal, the federal the legal system right, right. Yeah. not even just that like you watch american crime mm-hmm. and this past season they dealt with human trafficking and low-wage workers right. and there are people who come to this country for an opportunity for a job and they end up being somebody's slave out in Calabasas or, you know, wherever, right, right. living in a basement, having yeah. sex with the husband, or, you know, people adopt children and they enslave them from other countries. It's, modern day slavery is still happening. Little Italian girl, the only reason why anybody cared was because it happened in Europe, but yeah. the model who almost right, got kidnapped model, right, for 350 right. million pounds. It's right. like, or 350,000 pounds. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That must have been some golden. No. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I think that when it happens to little black girls and boys, we get caught up and we get upset, but the rest of the world doesn't care. They're like, oh, right. that, that child probably just ran away from an abusive home or right. their mom was probably right. a crackhead. So right. I feel like Confederate might look at what is happening every day where people are being kidnapped and enslaved or adopted and enslaved or brought over here and enslaved with a green card right. and say, well, you think that that's bad because you think that that only happens there, but this is basically what you all are doing today. I don't know. That? Could be that. Or it could mm. just be, or make, it just be make America great again. Or porn. Yeehaw, beat up niggas. I'm going to try and ride with y'all on this. No, no, listen, man. 
You ain't, well, I ain't riding hard. I'm not riding hard for it. She's a little further on than me. I'm leaning a little more towards what you're saying. It's right. like I don't really trust I you. was about to say. Yeah. I mean, right. Game of Thrones got like five people of color on it. You know, and I mean, I just know that how yeah, this look, just the, the image of, of Daener- what's Daenerys, and then she's on the people of color, and they were body oh, surfing her. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and like last week, old girl says she's with her because she chooses to be, and she, I'm not a slave in Mm. Like, oh, like, she do got dragons though. She do no, got dragons. You don't want to be with anybody. <laughs> right, that's right. got dragons. Because that dragon went ham. That dragon went hamburger. <laughs> it was the. I'm like screaming at the TV. Dorian right. doesn't watch, watch it. it, so I'm like, oh, the Game of Thrones for you. I just have a real tough time with historical pieces. Where Wait, you feel like you could smell the something people gonna happen anytime life is show up, something bad, really bad gonna happen. <laughs> I just I can't get on the hook. Right. Like, I get scared for all my black friends when it first came out. I was like, black see, people like don't show up in it. Yeah, it's only really it's only like four of us. That's what I'm saying. Say. When they don't show up, right. when they do, what's gonna happen? Nothing. I can't right. my stomach can't even do it. Such a sideline story right. that is a fantasy. What was that big movie that everybody loved for years? Was it with um Dorian has never seen The Matrix, so... No, seen the Matrix. Wait, which was the one that you hadn't no, the seen? the one with uh, Russell Crowe. This is the 300? Ago. No, Gladiator. I didn't, I didn't Gladiator. For years. I didn't watch it for years and years and years. There's too many, too many people were like, it's great, it's great, it's great. But right, like, right. Oh, that look, that's a scary time. <laughs> right. That's like a horror movie to me. It's a scary right. time. Dorian's from the school of thought. No, no historical films before 1987. Right. Like 87 up. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Don't have a stomach for it. So yeah. speaking of a movie that feels like it's from the 1980s, but it was oh, made yeah. in 1990. Did, did you? Did, did we actually open the show? Don't worry about that. We never. Don't worry about that. We, we just. We just. We just talk. Keep the mic by me because I don't want to get left out. Strictly business. Yeah. Strictly business. However, before we get into strictly business. It was very serendipitous that we chose this movie, or that Dorian chose this movie. Oh, for God's sake. In a cameo in oh, this film. here we go. We have two here we go. Nice and smooth. Oh, uh, <laughs> not once. You are so not happy twice, about but this. three times. You are so happy. This this yeah. this is my last dragon moment. This is my last dragon moment. What gets us into a conversation? Oh boy! For a while. About yes. Vince yes. Believes I'm sorry. I gotta dig in. Nice and smooth. Yes. Not as good. Yes. Lyrically. Lyrically. As kid and play. That's what I said. But by kid and play, you mean Herbie Lovebug. I, I mean Herbie Lovebug. Yes. Because I, I thought about this long and hard. Because <laughs> I'm a kid and play fan. Like, it's not right, not, right, not right, 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 right. But nice and smooth is the party dudes, man. Yes. And they make party records. They're not deep. They're not, they never make no. to be lyrical. And I was like, neither this kid and play. And then I thought about, in your defense, the battle rap with kid versus play in the house party one. That's that's right. good. It was classic rap. Like honestly, I, I stand that record up against most stuff at the time lyrically. 
You know, they, they the delivery is kind of corny. Right, right, I right. Stand it up. Okay. Lyrically. He got However, I see that. you cannot knock the group that gave us Dwick. I Here we you. go Dizzy with Gillespie the Dwick. Played the sax. That was absolutely ridiculous. Yes. He did not play the sax. No. And I was the only person in my class who knew that. Right. Thanks to Nice and Smooth ruining. <laughs> right. However, I can forgive him for that because of Dwick. Because there's so many records they had that was... These guys are legends. They're legends, and I and I really mean that. Not just they. But were he's not questioning if they're legends. He's questioning their lyrical ability. I'm actually questioning their legend status. Like they were in the right place at the right time, and like they were just sort of shuttling in all these people and saying they're legends. And nice and smooth was it? Yeah, it's like we got on the bu- we got on the bus earlier today and got an earlier bus. They said we have 11 more seats, and are y'all traveling together? And we said yeah, and they said all right, we got y'all, and that's how nice and smooth got on the legend bus. They got they a legend said, bus that they would make twit. Right. You know, they, they, got, said, they got invited right. because of twit. Right. right. Exactly. They got invited. Right. I mean, were you, were you on a track that premiere produced? Yes. Come on in. <laughs> okay. Listen, without Dwick, they're not. They still got great records, they're man. They're still better lyrically than anything kid can play. And, and, and the reason being is they write their own rhymes. Yes. Now, that's true. Like I can't, so I can't fight really, that at all. Right, lives. they write their own. But here's my question, and this is an actual question because I realize, like, I'm on real shaky ground with the nice and smooth argument because I only know but so much about them. Yeah. Did they ever tell a story? Yes. What's uh, Sally? What's the one with about the girls uh, snorting the cocaine? Uh, oh man, that's my record too. What, man, I'm about to tell you the rhyme right now. Actually, I won't. Uh, the thing is. <laughs> It's a don't great remember story, the guys. Oh, right. I might not be guy for lyrics. Right. I'll tell you the part that hits right before the one because that's where the record is. Right, 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 right. But I just am not the guy for lyrics. Right. However, yes, there's a song where Greg Nice tells his whole story about this woman that he was dating who was on cocaine. Greg Nice is telling a story. Sorry. Uh, yeah, smooth beat. Okay, okay. Because Greg Nice from yeah, sentence to sentence. But storyteller does not de- determine whether you're a good rapper or not. Because one of my favorite lyricists of all time, and the reason why he probably doesn't make everybody else's list, is Black Thought. And we don't really, he's got one story that I can think of. Black Thought has a fair number of stories. You got Silent Treatment. Silent you treatment. got, um, I mean, the Erica Badu joint is a story. It's a story. Okay. Um, yeah, he right. He got stories. But the thing is, we don't know anything about him. But those are the two records that we right, know. Right, right, right. And they're like, he's a beast. That's all we need to know. That's all we right. need to know. But the reason why, like, in the end of the day, right. and I don't want to get too deep into this, but the reason why at the end of the day, I think he doesn't make the list that people say, like, we love him as a rapper is because we really don't know nothing about him. I don't know nothing about right. Black And I love him. I think he's one of my favorite right, right. We're pausing because the food has come. All right, we'll pause. We'll pause. I don't know about you, Bobby, but folks like me got to go to work in the morning. Hey, you see I'm in the house. Yeah, but you late. Johnson, you wouldn't happen to be just getting here at 9.15. Nah, homie, I was on time. You just didn't see me because I was back there getting busy, you know? What kind of fool do you take me for? I've been in the house, right? Working it hard for two whole years. I'm moving up. Up where? Upstairs, land a suit and tie, power lunches, more girlies than you can stand. My homie says he's gonna hook me up, right? So far, blank. And look at the way you dress. What do you expect me to wear, Armani suit? No, but you don't have to speak and dress so... Black? Well, yes, black. You are straight up whiter than the whitest white man. 
then he meets Natalie. Here we go. You know her? Yeah, I know her. You introduce me to Natalie. I'll put you into the training program. Deal. <laughs> I am God, Sal. Call it to death. Look, you can't go with me looking like that tonight. This happens to be a Brooks Brothers suit. Yeah, well, I suggest you write that stuff on the front, because it looks like any old gray suit to me. I'm kicking it a lot. You ever been to Harlem? You never been to Harlem before. Hey, home dudes. What is going on? Excuse us. It's about moving up, making the cut, suiting up for success, and making an investment in love. This is love. Now, tell you something, man. That ham is cooked, glazed, and ready to be sliced. Tommy Davidson, Joseph C. Phillips, and Halle Berry. Strictly business. I'm out of here. Hello, welcome to the Michelle Mission, Two Men, One Podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams from It's All Soul, Wednesdays, 8 to 10 on GTownRadio.com. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the city of New York City in the lovely borough of Brooklyn. Planet Brooklyn. Where we are going to be bringing you episode 99 of the Michelle Mission. Oh my God. Oh my. An ultimate issue uh, episode to the Wiz. An ultimate is a very fancy word. Uh, as like one before. <laughs> um, uh, as we are going to be reviewing strictly business. Now, why will be, we be reviewing strictly business for episode 99? There's nothing special about strictly business. No, there isn't. There's something very special about the guests that we have for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Who have chosen Strictly Business. Who chose Strictly Business. As a couple. No. Which may speak speak to how special they are. Yeah. In in more ways than one. Uh, We are bringing you that uh, power couple of Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen, who you have heard on previous episodes of the Michelle Mission and are now have returned. It is Dorian and Simone Missick. The Missicks are the with us. Brooklyn, stand up. <laughs> I gotta represent Detroit, but yeah, right, right, right. right. Represent Detroit, now, baby. You, you can have it. Nah, you got to do it. My heart is always in Detroit. Though. Yeah, my heart like Detroit, is girls. in Detroit. We all do. We fell in love with Leah first, and then you now. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> I know, isn't that nice? Looking like a brother that got to walk home. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taking the home front. That's right. But it's true, though. She's fine. Yeah. That's very true. Very yes. Nice. Now, as a Brooklyn, as a, uh, like, you were born in Brooklyn, right, Dorian? Actually, I was born in Jersey. Oh, but okay. Jersey, my oh, I'm sorry. Was, yeah, yeah. Now, okay. I, I moved out of Jersey when I was 10 years old. God so. bless you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a knock to Jersey. I like Jersey, but I just don't like to claim it too often because then I don't know none of the streets and right, right. right. Well, right. Did y'all move to Brooklyn when you moved out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and so so you and it, I think it's cool that now you are you know a not just a working a thriving actor in Hollywood. Vince's favorite kind of actor, a working. Actor. It is my right, favorite um, kind of actor. Mine too. I know that's right. Oh, I know that's right. <laughs> Doing big things, but I think it's cool that you still live here, deep in the heart of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like, is that is that for a reason? Is that by choice? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, 100% by choice. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, listen, you know, the neighborhood's going through these changes. Uh, and only way to kind of preserve the qualities of the neighborhood, you got to participate in it. Right. And, right. Um, so, yeah, that's why we decided to stay here. I mean, Plus, I needed her to see where I grew up. You know, I need. You know, I tell her a lot of stories about the neighborhood, and I need her to see the neighborhood. Nice. In its nicer version, which is the more safer, soon to be gentrified, or in the process of gentrified version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we are gentrifiers. Cut that out. I, well, I have it, to say this. It, I am. I didn't grow up here. Yeah, yeah. I have a different, you know, socioeconomic bracket than I did when I was growing up. And yeah. so I am in here buying $5 coffees <laughs> and $7 <laughs> slices of cake yeah. that the people in the neighborhood yeah, but, but, cannot but are, but are you protesting Afropunk? Hell no. Right. I'm just right. saying. Right. Still black. You're a part of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah noise thing, complaints. The mm-hmm. bastards. But we going to be there. All right. Are you Afro trying to change the name of the Albi Square Mall to Fulton Center or whatever the hell they no. call it now? It's I'm Albi Square, saying. y'all. Sit your dumb asses down. <laughs> this is a hot button issue. Oh, yeah. For Dorian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I did not know we were going there on the, on the microphone. No, so no. Touch that out. I, yeah, you ain't I, one of them. Yeah. No, no. No, I love this shit. This is that good shit. That's yeah. that good shit. You ain't one of them. But, um... <laughs> But what's not this good shit is, is strictly business. So I have to <laughs> How did we come upon reviewing strictly business? This is one of the well, times I'm going to preface we it to say, initially, initially, this was supposed to be a Valentine's Day episode, right? Yes, that's right. And so we that's wanted true. to talk about a black, you know, romantic comedy. Okay. And, and Dorian yeah. <laughs> insisted upon... Strictly business, much to my chagrin. Oh, right, yeah. right. And protest. No question about that. If we could have chose, chosen a different black romantic comedy, what would have been your choice? Boomerang. But I feel yeah. like you guys have yeah. we did boomerang. Don't, we done did boomerang. boomerang. Um, you yeah. talked about loving basketball last time. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, that could have been something. Just anything. Anything but. Anything. But. Can I just tell you why I did? Yes, Okay, please. yes, yes. I need, like, I need to begin this with a caveat. Uh, the point is this. Well, I, as a DJ, I'm also a DJ. The soundtrack in this movie is dope. And if yes. you listen to 90s hip-hop and just 90s music in general, mm-hmm. you will, you know, this is like a walk down memory lane. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. The time when we discussed doing this podcast, I think I was just pulling a lot of 90s records for like maybe a set that I was going to do. And I was like, yo, I'm pulling a lot of stuff from the Strictly Business soundtrack. We should do Strictly Business. You should do <laughs> Strictly Business. I remember watching this movie and not really thinking it was that great, but I remember I was like, it was like I was a teenager, maybe as a grown man with new adult eyes, I might look at this movie and realize it's good. And, <laughs> I mean, I gotta be honest. Dorian like also, he also felt like Love Jones and uh, and what's the other Mahogany. one? No, he felt like those were too soft. Too like, soft. he was like, Love Jones, that's too soft. Love Jones is not soft at all. No, 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 Love Jones is not soft, but I know I, I have my issues about Love Jones that would create too much controversy. I Within the black community. No, 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 let's go, let's go, because Love Jones is one of my favorite movies. Let's hear it, Dorian. I was about to say, Lorenz Tate was too young. Let's just keep him moving. He was too young for the role. For, for the role? He was too young for the role. Yeah. Interesting. Really? Yeah. I love Lorenz Tate. He's an awesome actor, great dude. Too young there is Love Jones. He's too young. <laughs> too young to be to play opposite Nia Long, too or too young for the, for the character. That character's supposed to the have the lifestyle. Okay, and retired and 
You, right, you know, right. got all this money on the side, driving motorcycles and cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, I, when I remember watching that movie, and I remember all of us at that age being in the same right, in right. the tax brackets that we all were right. in. Even right. my friends who were doing well wasn't no retiring. Right, right, right. To write a book. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was and I knew Tanahazi Coates at the time. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't retiring. <laughs> I never heard of him. This this is an argument I've never heard. Yeah. I've never heard this argument. You sitting girls. back chilling. And also I was on the dating scene. And if you ain't got no job, trust and believe. I don't give a shit. I don't care what you look like. Yeah, the rent's take fine, but you ain't getting no knee along without no job. And now we Poetry come to the root of it. Yeah. It didn't seem like he should have gotten me along. Yes. No, no, I'm not no hater. Hey, man, hey, hey. Get, hey listen, get yours. <laughs> I listen, brother. I know how it goes. I mean, shoot, Biggie Smalls dated all the fine women. Right, so, right, right, right. And, I'm not, and he's not I'm Biggie not, Smalls. Yeah, I'm right, not right. no dude. And listen, he's a known sex symbol. Yes. So he's supposed to have yes. whoever. But I'm saying in terms of storytelling, you okay. ain't got no job. No roommates. No roommates. Yeah, yeah. She got a handsome dude who ain't really the best. But he got a job. He does have a job. He's buying all the cereal in the house. Thank you. And mad that she was eating. She was eating his cereal. She finished the Fruity Pebbles. Yes. He's actually my favorite character in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) The curmudgeon. Shout out to Kane. Shout out to Kane. But, uh. So it was just so many issues I had with right. that. And then I think Bill Bellamy's performance was better left in Booty Call. Let's move on. I give you that. I will say I this. like Bill Bellamy. Like we like I see I feel like we should talk about love. Jones. I feel like we should talk we about should love. We should do Jones. like a revisit like a, later. Like 50/50. I like Bill Bellamy too. I just felt like he was in the wrong movie. You I think what I'm my, to my me, like, thing it's is strictly business. It's like he gave Tommy Davis's performance for strictly business. In the, in, in the wrong movie. In the wrong movie. You know what I'm saying? Because it's strictly business. Tommy Davidson was like, cool. Now put him in a movie where it's like grounded and real acting. And then Tommy Davidson, he's like, oh my God, get this dude off the screen. Right. That was Bill Bellamy. Tommy I Dave- felt as though Bill Bellamy, Bellamy, even when the movie came out, I was what? I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, I wouldn't fuck him. And I'm a child. Like, there was nothing about him that was sexy. Right, right. So I was like, wait, this guy is supposed to G this girl? That dude? Like, I just... And I understand that back then, you know, Brown Brothers was rocking with Bill Bellamy because women seemed to like him. But women liked him because he was funny. And And now you're putting him in this movie to be the sex symbol. That's Carol went far back then. Well, he was funny in Love Jones. And, he was, and it was revenge. That's the other thing. Nina but also, he was like trying to be smooth. Like he yeah. was like, yeah. he was always yeah. smooth. Really it was real put on. I wasn't buying it. Bill Bellamy's smoothness works in a comedy. He is comedy leading man. Like he's a comedy attractive dude. He's a comedy smooth dude. But when you put him next to real smooth dude, like Isaiah Washington and Lawrence Tate, then you realize, wait, no, he's comedy smooth. Yeah. There's a difference. Eddie Murphy gets the women in Boomerang. Right. Put Eddie right. Murphy, if Boomerang was a drama, that's Denzel Washington's part. Right. Like, Eddie Murphy's wrong, right, that's Denzel right. Washington's part. But as a comedy, no, we only want to see Eddie Murphy play. He's attractive enough to be smooth and funny. That's Bill Bellamy. I just think he was miscast. I'm not a Bill Bellamy hater by no stretch of imagination. I mean, he's very funny. His best performance was in Booty Call, though. The movie was called <laughs> Booty Call. That's not yeah. even his movie. He was in that? 
No, you're thinking about the other movie. You're thinking about you're thinking about how to be a player. Yeah, how to be a player. How to be a player. Who you call Jamie Foxx and Tommy? Sorry, right, 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 right. That's a whole different story. But yeah, no, you're right. How to be a player? My bad. My bad. Right. How to be a player with uh with the great. Bill Bellamy. Yeah, with Bill Bellamy, but then uh, Bernie Mac has a great cameo in that movie. Mm. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you come to Strictly Business so besides like said, the soundtrack? I'm listening to the soundtrack and right. I'm like, wait a minute. I remember not really being a big fan of this movie when it came out. But that is also sick because it came out during the same period of time when I think Daughters of the Dust was in the theaters. And you guys just reviewed that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dust was in the theaters. Uh, it wasn't too far behind the whole menace of society. Like a lot of right. big, great, grand, like groundbreaking films were coming out. Right. So I thought, oh, you know what? I probably just didn't like this movie because I had been seeing too much like heavy duty. Right. Material. Right. Right. Compared so, to yeah. yeah. Let me let me revisit it and, and look at it with a different eye and with a more mature eye. It was it was even worse. Yeah. The only thing that held up in this movie is. How beautiful Halle Berry still is to this day. She's that ridiculous. is something that holds true. Yeah, from the movie to now, she's ridiculous. That's the only. She's thing. actually ridiculous. Like you sometimes I look so at funny. the early stuff, and like, you're like, "This, this is ridiculous. Right. This is a this, problem. This, yeah. this is ridiculous." So we were at the Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock comedy show. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah, right. uh-huh. And both of them made jokes about how fine Halle Berry is, which shows right. that, that Halle Berry is still the icon right, from men right. ages 50. I was about to say that, that down. like our age down. group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 down. Apparently like there's older still... because we also saw Arsenio Hall and he made a Paul Abdul reference, which I thought right. was very right. weird. Yeah. But he's older. Right. right. True. Yeah. Right. So Halle Berry has the, the largest of right. men which still pound. I always say that there, there are some actresses in these movies where these men make these bad decisions and it's like that's not realistic but what were we talking about we're so, oh we were talking about Pam Greer mm. and, and you know and these men you know it's like oh something 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 if only we could be together and then the men are like Durr, I guess I'll untie you <laughs> and they're like some women it's like you know Joseph C. Phillips Amory Johnson is a terrible person right. but it's like do I throw my career away like I stay out all night uh-huh. I'm gonna blow but it's like yeah, 1991 Halle Berry. Yeah. I believe this. I would. Like, yeah. I'm going to risk my entire career mm-hmm. to stay up all night with her. Uh-huh. So, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, ridiculous. But while you believe that Joseph C. Phillips would risk the world of right, the right, I'm to going, be with Halle Berry, yes. there would you is believe? no way on earth that Halle Berry would be with Joseph C. Phillips. She in the club with all these smooth, cool dudes. Why does he pick this, this cat? Dude. And this is we talking about Joseph C. Phillips. <laughs> this guy had the greatest two two hit runs ever. I I, I know. He got sex scenes with Halle Berry. Yep. And at least Lisa Bonet. Yeah. At least the kissing scene with Lisa Bonet. And then we pretty much don't see him no more. You know why? What else can he do? You you know something What's really left? random. I have a friend of mine who's friends with him. Yeah. yeah. So like every now and then, you know, like on Facebook, it'll say such and such like something, and you see it. Oh yeah. Like. Maybe three times a year, my friend will like something that Joseph C. Phillips has has said. Yeah, he has the most fascinating Facebook page, like home, because he talks about Cosby Show stuff. Oh, so he kind of 
So and then he's another thing he's is on like thirteen something. Now, he's conservative, show. right? He's a black conservative dude, but not like oh. an asshole black conservative. Okay, dude. Just, like he's just one of these. He's the character, and he right. He's one of these true believers. Okay, like I kind of mm. believe in America, and I believe that oh. it works, and you work hard, but. He's the most interesting guy. I mean, Mm-mm. he has lived an interesting life where he talked and he talks about kissing Lisa Bonet and Haley Berry and how that's but like that's his claim to fame. That's not really mad at me. Like, I'm not mad. I mean, some people are like, all right, get over it. But are you really like, going to get over that? I kind of like the black corny guy. Like, let's hear it for the black yeah, corny guy. Yeah, I'm not mad at them. You know, they're Donald Glover. Not enough black corny guys. I'm okay with the concept of a black corny guy. Uh-huh. But I just didn't see it. Like, his booty was all high. He was, like, following Tommy Davidson yeah. through the club. Like, well, am I not in? Right. So are you in? And you're like, what? what? I know. What? He, nothing. he had nothing. No personality. No personality. The, 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 the insider thing about that. That story is based on Andre Harrell and Bev Bonds. Black Girls Rock. She was also like an incredible DJ for years, but before that, I think she promoted parties. Okay. Oh. I was a little too young to go to clubs back then, and so I didn't really know about Bev until she was DJing, and I was okay. But uh, Andre Harrell, producer of this movie, before, yeah, it was a producer of this movie. Said it. That was he chased Beverly Bonds. Oh. He saw her in a club. Fell in love with her, oh. man. Did everything he could. So that was interesting that he chose that guy to be the place to be, oh, right? which I thought was very humble of him. Because yeah. when you see Crush Groove, who did Russell Simmons <laughs> decide right. to be the personification right. of him? Blair Underwood. I'm not mad at him. Right. Blair Underwood. Because who else would you choose? Right. Exactly. Right. It ain't gonna be no funny looking John C. Phillips. Right. 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 It's gonna be somebody smoother than me. Whereas. Andre Harrell was like, you know what? I'm going to choose a guy who's about on par with my right, right. silliness. Right. I'm yeah. assuming Ralph Angel is going to play me in my film. I'm seeing you, Ralph Angel is playing me. I hope so. Ralph Angel. Yeah. He just needs a little bit of grandeur. Right, just That's Ralph it. Angel. Like, not even, right, not the, even actor. the actor Kofi. I need Ralph Angel to show up. Like, with the Ralph Angel beard and the whole thing. That's the only way to do it. Did you all notice the Michael K. Williams cameo in the club. No! Yeah, Mike. Michael K. Williams back in the day. used to be a backup dancer. I knew that. And he is, is he one, in, of one of the dancers in the club yeah. dancing with Hallie with her amazingly horrible dance moves. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Y'all were going on about how gorgeous Tom, she is. Halle Berry, and she is. And she, she is. A gorgeous creature. Let's yes. talk about the elephant in the room. There is no sexuality from Halle Berry. Mm. Not to me. At yeah. least, at least wait, certainly not in this wait, movie. from her? From her. In this movie, I felt nothing. Now, maybe in it the was scenes the, with him, yeah. I can understand it because she's not getting an interview. Yeah, yet. yeah. Right. But just to be, even be giving off heat. Yeah. You know, I didn't feel it at all. She's... All right, there, there are women that are attractive women. I won't knock them for their attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I just don't feel sexy. 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 Yeah. Sex I was saying about Anne Marie Johnson. Attractive lady. Attractive lady. She ain't sexy, though. No, no, sexy. She's not but, sexy. But Halle Berry is the same. Halle Berry, she's good looking. Yeah. And, and because she's so good looking, you can put her in a sexy picture. Guys. Yeah. So just Halle right. Berry, this nose. You know what I suspect the Halle Berry thing is, and this is based on nothing? I suspect she's been attractive her entire life. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it is this sort of abstractness to her. Yeah. Because I've been attractive my entire life. Yeah. So people have just looked at me. Mm. So I don't. You really, know what I think is I so interesting? Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I can see that. Yeah. I think Beyonce is one of the few people that you can look at and say she is unnaturally gorgeous. Right. And sexy. Yes. And, yes. And I don't know what she's like in her normal life. Right. But her stage persona and who we know her to be. Right. Is sexy as hell. Yeah. Right. Yes. And I do not see that from Halle Berry. And she's another one. Like, you see yeah. pictures of Beyonce when she was a little girl. It's yeah. like, damn, you've just looked Always like, how been do you gorgeous? look like this your whole yeah. life? But I yeah. think we know that she probably has some self-esteem issues. Didn't she date one of the dudes from Immature? Who? You can't think much of yourself. <laughs> you date one of them guys. I will not throw shade on Beyonce. So, like, thank very much. No, her circle. Right moment where she had to her circle. Her, her right circle here. was smaller <laughs> because <laughs> when you were a child star, it's not like you going to the mall and meeting a boy to date. Right. You're dating right. the the number one band. And trust me, her father was making sure she was getting in front of somebody that could propel her her, her career. Right. Oh, that doesn't mean you got to date. Whether she dudes. liked him or not, you don't know. It might have been. Uh, it might have all been for I the show. She messed with Chris Cross. Like, yo, she like dudes with swagger. I can True. see you ending up starting out as a teenager with Chris Cross. Chris Cross was not around. But if you start out with immature. They were not around. You're going to end up at Jay-Z is a leap. Listen. I don't think you're going to end up somewhere more in the zone of like. Bye. Somewhere else. Boy, bye. I'm not talking okay. about Queen Bay. Right. It ain't happening. Happy. You know, I love her. As, I feel if like you I just had part of this conversation. <laughs> and I'm did. like, I'm like. I wish you Negroes would stop poking this hornet's nest. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, like no, this is no, just my day Beyonce. to be with dudes poking the hornet's nest of Beyonce. What is it? Let's hear it. No, oh, no, no, no. Not, not me. Not oh, me. Oh, oh not yeah. me. I like her anyway, so it's not we are, this her. Oh, you are the Beyonce I'm saying that some hater. Point. No, hater. Whoa, hater is so strong. That's such a strong word. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. not hate. Oh, Lord wow. Jesus, help me. Oh, Lord. Right, Jesus, yeah, Sherman Helmsley, Bob Marley, and five other black men. Please deliver me. In the Red Fox. I just from the Beyonce Vortex. Like, y'all don't see it. Are you going to be one of the most... Simone is at ready set. I'm not ready. Our media person is right here. Yeah. Are you going to be the one person in the world who's like, she that hot. No. Okay. Woman. Okay. I will never knock her talent. Okay. She's an extremely talented woman. I think I think that she's sexy. Like I don't think she's the most sexiest woman, but yes, she's sexy. Okay. But there is something about her persona that I feel is a little bit too artificial. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, she's a pop star. She's a pop that's, that's, that's who we... You don't get the real, real, real. But it, I understand that you're not going to get the real. Uh, like, I understand, like, like you, the two of you, you're out. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be, you're going to be Dorian and Simone. Let me but get I, Black Panther 2. I'm going to be real weird, my nigga. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but my glasses have gotten a little darker since the last time you seen them. <laughs> I'm just keeping it funky. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 we have a small window of him doing our little podcast. Let me get Black Panther too. He's gonna be handling his good luck. The king of Zamunda walking this. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, Mr. Mystic sends his regards. I'm sure there's a part of 
part of you that you know is, is mindful of, of your you know your public persona to a degree as well, right? However, like you said, from the day we met the two of you, mm-hmm. y'all have been come across it's like extremely authentic, especially him, mm-hmm. Dorian, just like yo, dude, you came at my movie, but I still like the show. Like, right. no, that's real. That's yeah. Real rap. Actually, you came at his movie. Yes, I, I enjoyed. I, I'm, 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 I'm who did it. I enjoyed. We know who did what to who. You ain't gonna get deal on this show. <laughs> you know that now. I know. He came he into amalgam. Never gonna get him. Oh, yeah. so anyway, um, but I do feel like with her, there is, there's public persona, and then there's just like. It's just like plastic, and I feel plastic from her. Oh. On a, on a, oh boy. You know what I think. One, she's been in the industry since she was 13. Thanks to her father. We've watched her grow up. She is one of the most well-adjusted billionaires you have probably ever met to grow up in the spotlight. She didn't do a Raven Simone and just wow the fuck out where you're like, who the hell are you? Right. So there's a there's that part of it. I mean, we're not we're looking at basically our Michael Jackson in a way. Who is not does not have a monkey on her shoulders and is playing with children like she is? She is in a a well-adjusted mother, wife, sister, friend, and I believe that she shows us so much of herself that that we get used to it. But don't forget, there were years where people were like, "But have you heard her talk? She sounds stupid. She's so ignorant. She can't put two words together." And people enjoyed making fun of. Beyonce to the point where she became self-conscious about it. Mm. Now when she was out talking about y'all I love me some Popeye's chicken everybody was like look at her fat ass talking about how much she loved Popeye's chicken that's why she got to work out so much. Now everybody's like well we love thick Beyonce. We miss thick Beyonce. We we love that she's honest about her vegan lifestyle. (laughs) When she was just herself at 16, 18, 21 women threw so much shade at her that I think she had to step back and go, okay, if I say the wrong thing, they'll make fun of me. Right. If I say the right thing, they'll say I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to say the right thing. Okay. Somebody literally just told me this, and I was like, I don't even know how you come up with a rumor like this, but this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Are you repeat it? I am, because it's a rumor, and I, and I don't believe that it is true, but somebody actually came out of their mouth to say that someone who works for Beyonce is in her home and watches her sit and practice eating dinner in front of the mirror to make sure that she eats properly. Right. And, and that the whole family is around, living their lives, and she's in front of the mirror eating. I'm like, who creates right. rumors like this? But they do it to say she can't be normal. She has Because she's so fucking amazing. Right. It's like she's got to be in the Illuminati. Right. No, she's just she's an amazingly talented, hardworking, beautiful person. Right. But we pick at that. So I think that whatever plastic artifice we might see, it's really just her protecting herself because we say we want to see everything. We say we like the real. Right. And then if she makes a snafu, we eat that shit up. People talking about she had a fake pregnancy. Like, we will go in as right. soon as we see a chink. <laughs> Lemonade sold like mm. shit. Because people were like, Beyonce just as miserable as me. Right. As beautiful as she is. So whatever we think that is, you know, artifice or plastic, I just think it's protection. Yeah. Right. And I don't blame her for it. Because you, you ain't going to see my damn uh, flicker 
photos. <laughs> you ain't gonna see my child. My child gonna be walking around like blanket with a damn hood on his head. Right. right you will right. never know. Just like Carrie Washington. Yeah. You, you never see her kids. That's true. But you you can't be Beyonce and never nobody see your children. People are right. obsessed with her. Which so, is weird. It's hard like to live whole life. You so gotta I applaud think, them for being I think she is as normal as she normal is. Normal as she is. Considering the ridiculously abnormal world that, that she right. she's a part of. Yeah. So that's my Beyonce spiel. All, all right. Mm. Boy, bye. I guess she told you, Lynn. No, I feel like she did, man. Let's, uh, <laughs> so strictly business. <laughs> this is what we were talking about. Uh, How you feel about Tommy Davidson in this? I'm a Tommy Davidson fan. But I have been known to be a... Uh, and it started with Tommy Davidson, actually. Okay. I, I, but Tommy Davidson and Martin Lawrence are two actors who I feel really handle what would be considered like broad comedy yeah broad and in some circles kind of coonish kind of comedy yes but they handle it well okay Okay. yeah and so I didn't buy Tommy Davidson as a guy who would hang out in the hood in the project hallways with redhead kingpin and nice and smooth I didn't buy that (laughs) right yeah right I didn't at know all. That part yeah, like, first of all, what are they doing? Ain't no weed, no liquor. They just standing around having a conversation stand, in the right. project hallway with just some random graffiti. But I didn't buy that aspect of it. But at that period of time in Hollywood, there was a certain, if it wasn't Juice or Boys in the Hood, that was our personification of, like, black males with edge. Right, yeah. right. You know what I'm Commercial. saying? Commercial. Which I had it. Yeah, which I hadn't always had an issue with as an actor because it's tough to get jobs when you actually are a real black male with edge. Right. It was tough to get a job at that period of time because they wanted you to be Tommy Davidson and they wanted to paint a Tommy Davidson as a scary, not scary, but like as a hood guy. Right. When Tommy Davidson could be from the hood, he seems like it, but like he's the goofy guy in the hood. Right, right, and they try right. to make it seem like he a dude with a hood pass. With the right. Just right. escorting you all around. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. The goofy right. guy ain't doing all of that. Through, through, through the nightmarish hellscape that was Harlem. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, right? You got to leave. Right. right. You went, are we in Harlem? Better leave before your ass get kicked. Right, let's lock the door. going to go down. Exactly. Yeah, did he tell him? Get out it's of there. Like, he did tell him to get out of But just true, he didn't need to get out of there, though. And at that time, he might have had some problems in Harlem. I ain't gonna lie. A dude like that, don't he look a little lost walking around and with alligator shoes on? Like, quite honestly, in 91, 90, yeah, he would have got gotten it. robbed. He would have had some real but problems. Tommy Davidson, yeah, he'd he had some real problems. He was. He was serviceable, and you know what I mean. Like who who right. else? What we have put in there at that time? I don't know. Martin, I don't know. Martin Lawrence. I mean, he right. wasn't anybody at that no, at that, that point. Yeah, right. That space. You know, right. David Allen Greer. I mean, I think David Allen Greer probably would have been better in the John C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that would have been that would have been great. Yeah. I don't really even know why the dude homeboy was in it because it wasn't like he was a draw, and that was a Halle Berry. That was a Halle no. Berry movie. Yeah, that was no, sort of our was, introduction, was introduction to, to, Halle to her. So it yeah. a Halle Berry movie. No, no, no. Right. It was. She was had already done Boomerang. And so she was on. No. Had she? Yes, she did. Oh, no, maybe no. not. Oh, no. Hold up. I think this may have no, This was one right. of her first. Right. Like, I right. feel this like is, that was her. Because yeah, yeah. I, I remember, you know, on the streets, as it were. It was like, yeah, yeah. yo, did you the see that girl from Strictly Business? Yeah. Strictly Business. Right. Yeah. 100% right. And yeah. we started the, the, the well regarded black man tradition of mispronouncing her name Haley. Haley Berry. Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Right. That girl. Yeah, because she was on that show. She was on a sitcom. Right. About models. Yeah, because Boomerang, because Boomerang house. was when we had Boomerangs when we had Modeling? that bad summer when all the sisters cut their hair off. 
That was so a tough that was summer. a bad. Summer. It was a bad summer because it didn't work for everybody. It didn't work for everybody. And y'all ain't all it, go to it, the right hand. Right. It was. It was act like it was like. Oh, you got mm-hmm. caught out by boomerang. Some of y'all let your mama do it. Right. Some of y'all let your mama that do it. That was a bad. I, re- yeah. I remember that summer. And that was, was like, ain't nothing but a bowl cut. Put that bowl in your hand. Right. Head, it was like, and then oh, there you, go. you got caught out by boomerang. You thought you was looking like Halle Berry. Right. You was looking like olive oil. Yeah. Like you was messed up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a redux of that with um, Tony um, Braxton too. Yeah. People got yes. caught out with yes. Tony Braxton. Yes. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. People really got jacked up trying to get yeah. a lot of gel on the back. I never. I never fell. A lot of neck gel. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I knew my hair was big. I knew my hair was big. A day in my life. A lot of people learned that baby. the hard way. Well. It was the summer wow. of boomerang. Yeah, it's when you learn. That's okay. That's so, okay. Okay, so we liked Tommy Davidson-ish. Ish. Like, yeah, you know, for what it was. Right, right. It's funny you should say Tommy Davidson and Martin because I'm really case by case with both of them. Exactly. Like sometimes yeah, the it's, it's a lot yeah. with them. And, 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 you know, Martin the, Boomerang? Yeah. Yes. Martin and Boomerang, yes. Martin, Martin the television Party. show. It's one or two, you know, yep. like I, I, I go I'm episode by I episode. I do too, and I'm right there with you. Martin, Martin yeah. the television show is, is somewhere after the second season. That the show became all about making Martin look funny. So yeah. everybody started acting like Martin. Everybody, and everybody right. either started acting like Martin or just servicing mm-hmm. him for the punchline. And the only other person that every once in a while got a joke was, was Pam. Pam. But because she had to come back at right. Martin. Right, and, yeah. and she became You know Martin. what? Random. Do you all ever see this HBO movie, Dancing in September? Saw it. Yeah. yeah. And, and remember, and that was sort of the Martin yeah. thing. It was like, it was about a writer in Hollywood, a black writer, and she worked on a Martin-esque show. Mm. And they had this wonderful montage where they showed the show go from season to season. Mm-hmm. And it got kind of broader and, and mm-hmm. jump in. And, mm-hmm. and uh, what's her name's actually in it? Who plays Pam? Tachina yeah. Arnold. Tachina Arnold is in the skit. So, like, by the end, it's like all five of the cast members are like dancing and shaking. Dancing, and and it's, it was this wonderful commentary on Martin. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, and interesting enough, that was the, the, the Lifewoods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reggie Brock, I think, directed that. Yeah. And, his, and Gina wrote it or the reverse. Might now, the was reverse. this prior to uh, Bamboozled? Oh, yeah. Oh, crazy. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. an HBO movie. Like, yeah, I, saw, yeah. I actually saw it at Sundance in like 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a long time Isaiah ago. Isaiah Washington and um, Nicole Ari Parker. Nicole Ari Parker. That's right. But the lead kid was um, Vesalis. Vesalis um, Shannon, the kid from Hurricane. And we did. That's uh, right. That's did, right. Uh, Sons of Anarchy together. Gotcha. Yeah. Because his name was James, and he made people call him Samaj. Yes. Which is James backwards. backwards. Well, I actually have a homegirl whose name is Samaj. I know a guy named Samaj. Anyway. I know, and I know a girl named Samaj. It might be the same one, I wonder. So I'm the only one that don't know nobody, nobody named, named Samaj. Samaj. Personally, not personally. My Samaj, I think you know for some reason. I don't maybe. know why. Yeah, maybe. musician. I don't know. I feel like it. Um, Small world. world. You know, it's black funny, world is only one degree. Alan Greer could have maybe played that role. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But we just name checked somebody in this movie who would have been better in just as he Phillips role. Is Isaiah, Isaiah Washington. Washington. No, I don't think so. He too, he too cool. He too cool? He got way too, too much swag. Right, like you couldn't believe him as a fish out of water. No, 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 no. His anywhere. And also, back then... I think he's grown into that yeah, his sex symbol. Good, right. His acting wasn't right there. No, I wouldn't like, say that. I would say he well, I'm, grew I'm into that. his sex symbolness. Like right. it's more refined. Yeah. 
Right. You know, but in this, he played the hard rock because you could believe him as the hard rock. I oh, wonder. No, the yeah. crazy rock. I mean, oh, yeah. Right. He yeah. Rock. He looked at him like he wanted his booty. Yeah. Yeah, he was. No. I'm just saying, like, in a weird that? way. Like, I'm not talking about. It's a strange scene. Like, yes. it's a strange. Was, and, and no, you, there was a very. I, it was didn't a very I didn't get that at all. It's a yes. strange no, it interlude. Like, and I didn't know. Like, I thought maybe he was going to rob him or steal his. Yeah, dude, like, I didn't understand. got that money. Right. Licking his lips and his eyes got all. Yeah. I was like, this is like. Yeah, I didn't understand why Isaiah Washington was in the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a weird. I, I felt that too. Yeah, it was yeah, a it weird was energy. energy. Yeah. Okay. And by weird, I, yeah, it was strange. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, let's felt, gloss over that because I didn't. I didn't. Predatory. Yeah. I did. I got that vibe yeah. totally. Yeah. That, just the bar scene. When they played pool, the energy kind of gone away. But that bar scene. Right. Because he like introduced himself yeah, and like, said, you know, you know, and like, you know what you're doing. And, and his lips and stuff. Right. There's a lot of weirdness. Like, right. as a dude. Right. Men don't really introduce themselves to each other like that. Licking lips and looking up and down and all that. I'm like, hold up, bro. What's this all about? You want to buy me a drink? Now nah, I'm good. Right. Uh, now you want to buy me a drink, licking my lips, looking me up and down. Yeah, that was okay. Play some I pool? Get, yeah, that, okay. That nah, it bro. Well, I'm so into deep. That was bad no direction. We'll, we'll yeah, chalk we'll, it up we'll, to we'll, bad right, direction. Right, right. Yes. Could be. Could be. And and Kevin Hooks. We haven't talked about Kevin Hooks as the director. Oh damn! I didn't even look to see who directed it. Yeah, yeah which I can't. He, he makes a cameo in the film. Yeah. As the good black guy. And I was wondering, I was like, damn, why you got such a small part? I didn't realize. It's he <laughs> right, right. It's like, <laughs> that's Kevin Holtz. Yeah, I was like, that's wild. He seems like he should do more. Day. Right, yeah, right, right. Every Hanging day. Out. I couldn't help but, the, the, real quick tangent, uh, my girlfriend checked the same thing. When you see Joe Torre on right. the movie, yeah. I kept waiting for him to break out his brush. The brush. Because yeah, he's playing Chicago <laughs> right. all right. over. Right, he's actually, yeah. That he was his is. audition for Chicago, which was right. a great audition. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. yeah I, mean, he, I liked he him worked. in this movie. Can we talk about just the representation of, like, white corporate evilness in How this about film? that? How you know, how it's just like, we will do everything we can to bring down the black man. Yes. Yeah. And, and they were un- unapologetic about it. Yes. They were just like, this is what it's like for a black man in corporate yeah, America. Yeah. I thought that was a good commentary, yeah. actually. I loved how it was the black businessmen who came in. How about that? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, initially... Old boy thought that they were just some thugs hanging out in because the all he because he met them in the back of a club, right? right. And he right. heard them say, "We're going to take Fifth and Sixth Street," yeah. which is how gangsters talk, right. apparently, right. and real estate agents, exactly. yeah. <laughs> which is real estate developers. Have, yeah, have them come in yeah. And, you know, seal the deal and get the. I thought that was a nice that was, touch. Yeah, it was, it was a really nice, nice touch. touch. And, and yeah. not only that, for him to. Then hear their name and know that yeah right it never even dawned on that name could have been yeah. that could have been black people this is right. definitely a pre-internet movie which I loved yeah. right yeah. that story don't fly now because it's like yeah, you well, all you got to do is Google dog right that's yeah. the first thing you would have done right yeah. right so I thought that was lovely that was a good little uh, throwback although why they knew Tommy Davidson was never quite clear to me right why who knew Tommy well, Davidson Tommy the, the, Davidson the Hollering was, Brothers you well, you got the feeling that he was just the guy so he. He's just okay. So he's that just, was my impression. Right, right. He's just, they were trying to let me. Right, right. He's just he the mayor of Harlem, so he knows he everybody. Knows that guy. Yeah, okay. He just moves Fair moves, enough. You know. The only reason I think the, another reason why that doesn't one hundred percent play is because you're introduced to Tommy Davis. Living at home with his mama. Right. His mama and his mama, like you know, barely like trying to got wake some him. Underground babysitting. <laughs> right. You know, going on. Right, it's not underground. Like, That's good stuff. Really, yeah. Right. Like, it was a third-story walk-up. Well, it wasn't he, underground. You got to imagine right. he's probably not 
working for the Howling Brothers, but he knows who they are. He knows who they and, are. Um, Maybe you know, he also ran errands for the Mexican right. team. You know, he right, played right. in the Ruck, and them dudes could have sponsored his Tommy team. Dave, like, Tommy you know, Davidson, like that kind of thing. Tommy you know, Davidson could not have played in the Ruck. Right. Listen, we already trying to make Tommy Davidson cool. I'm just wondering what he like. Yeah, he played in the Ruck. Right. Tommy Davidson had his Timberlands tied all the way up to the top. Right, so right. So we right. already like he ain't never seen no parts of no part of New York or Harlem. <laughs> His Timberland game was just pathetic. Whoever the stylist was on that, I was that, about to say the, co- like, the consultant on this guy, this dude was, Timberlands was not. He looked like he actually worked construction. Lord. Like he was a foreman somewhere. Right, right, right. I was like, His who Timberlands showed up everywhere late? I was uncomfortable. Showed up everywhere. Like I was with Joseph C. Phillips' side. Like you're actually a bad employee. Right, like, right, right. Name on the line. Right. Working yeah. here with these white people. Speaking yeah. of employees. Yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Jackson. Who aged backwards. He's the he Benjamin Button <laughs> Sam Jackson. of the movie. Right. He was right. in that movie. Sam Jackson. Right. He looked younger now. He looked younger right. now than he did yeah. in that movie. Hey man, that's what they, listen, because, because why not? We right. know what it is. <laughs> this is what you're going to say? Oh. He's, he's, he's in every movie? No. Oh, no. no, no. Oh, no, no. Why is he aging backwards? You know, he's since... You know, clean up his life, and that was oh, oh yeah, his life that, that, clean. Yeah. that that right, takes right. a toll on you. Yeah, I was yeah. I was gonna say money. I just assume, assume <laughs> just people pour some money on it because I do, right. do rub money on his face. Right, so I that. right, right. Yeah, and it makes it look better and, and healthier. You got a diet, right, right, right. Kid. But also, just like from a straight up and down scenario, he that was, and he's very vocal about that. that was right, period of time when he was dealing with his right addictions. addictions because I mean. If Simone pointed out, he's sweating in like three quarters of the movie. I was going to say, you can see <laughs> yeah. it. Right, that he's yeah, a little man, manic. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, 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 he was sweating. And, and yet, still spot on. I mean, he ain't miss a beat. That's still that, you know, that spot on. Training. Hey, like, man, I'm from Negro Ensemble. I, hey. Yeah. hey. <laughs> That's just a testament to how good an actor is. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Awful. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. The man is just like, he's, he is good. Yeah. I mean, you know. he was great in this, I think. Right. In, in what, 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 two scenes? Three scenes? Three yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some of the best acting in this mm-hmm. movie is yeah. Jackson. How about a young Sam Rockwell? I really dug his performance. I did like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to do much. And no. he played it over the top. A and he bit. still mm-hmm. has that off kilter yeah. Sam Rockwell yep. energy. Like a little bit yep. creepy. Yeah, that you that you kind of like yeah. him for. Yeah. 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 It was interesting. He to me was the the person who I think stood out like how did you get this role? Right. Because right. he didn't necessarily fit in that world, but right. you were interested to see where where he would grow to right. be. Yeah. Right. Like when he got kicked out of the car and he was you know, first of all the whole car scene it was literally like two different movies. The guy on the left was built for the movie that they were making. Right. Sam, Rock, Sam Rockwell was like, I'm trying to get some other roles. Yeah. I'm going to put this on my reel so I can get hired by Jim Jarmusch. So his acting was completely different. Right, mm-hmm. right. Dudes. And it, it, made, it, you know, it made that scene a little weird, but it also made me really recognize Sam Rockwell yeah. as an actor. Yeah. And as I kind you know, back to the business aspect of it, like this depiction, like it's it's sort of this weird examination of mentorship yeah. in the workplace and yeah. how black people don't get mentored. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's so know, true. And it's so like if you've ever right. worked at a job, this you see this is how it works. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting, I think I've never lived in a corporate lifestyle really, but you know, you hear well no, I mean I've worked for corporate Right. Companies, but not in their business aspect. 
but there is this thought of, well, if I, like I have a girlfriend who, who is a production designer. It came time for her to hire someone. She said, could I hire the black girl who I don't think is as qualified but has the potential and I know her and I want to see her win? Or do I hire this white girl who has more on her resume but she could go out and get a job anywhere? Right. But her initial issue was, are they going to look at me for hiring another black person? That's right. As as if I'm just you trying to bring you, you, them all on. You have to be careful how you put yourself bring, out there. But if they right. hire, you know, as many white people as they want, right. it's just, oh, well, we just hired the most qualified right. person. And part of the reason that the white girl has so much on her resume is that is because somebody has people has right. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, absolutely right. Stepped up. Uh, it, it, it makes me think of my private school days or we were talking about when I played soccer in like a traveling league with white kids. Right. And our coach was, I later found it was extremely racist. But I didn't know because he had to treat me in a certain way because I was a, a, at a certain level of playing. Right. So he had to treat me well. They chose to take a team trip and he would take the team places to practice with like professionals that he knew and all this stuff. And I was never invited. Right. And I didn't find out about it until our Jewish uh, goalie mother finally said you can't go to these trips anymore because they're not inviting the one black player right and so then he told me he was like yo yeah we've been to this place we've been here i'm like damn on where was i I was like right just didn't invite you right and that is the story of white corporate america it's like they're giving them chances and opportunities above opportunity right i'm only there because i beat everybody in the trial right and they couldn't not have me there those guys were there and they needed more practice so he took them places and, to and get more There practice. you go. There you Back go. Back to around and be mentored by people who can therefore give them other jobs. Right. And it works that way, like you said, in, in, in corporate America and all across the I board. I mean, you know, academia, yeah. entertainment. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's all, like you said, it's all these stories. Or, you know, like we talk all the time in my house where, you know, you were in grad school and they had study sessions. Yeah. And then they have separate study sessions mm-hmm. without you. Yep. And yes. it's like. Wait, I didn't like, you know. So what I, I one of the lines that I wrote down from the movie was our token black is not going to use affirmative action to take my job. Right. Right. It was a quote from the movie right. and yet it is okay. Nepotism is fine. Right. You know, all of these isms that were created to make it okay for it for me to just be white and give you a job because you're white. Right. But if he got the job, right. it's right. because he's the token. Right. And he's using affirmative action. Right. Plus, he's saying it while he's at the bar goofing off. On his and lunch Joseph break. Philip is working. actually working. At work. Drink. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 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 That's not lost on me. And that scene with um, Paul Provenza. That's who that other actor is. That oh, okay. That plays the, yeah. Yeah. With the... It's kind of weird. Like they have like these really kind of deep, serious themes mm-hmm. in in strictly business. Yeah, but you know, well, I mean, you know, you got to layer it with something. You know? I mean, you don't, you, don't you don't have to. You don't have to. But it's you don't have they to. Did. Yeah. But it is, you know, amazing. Which is probably why I got the green light because they were like, we have a great movie here, right? Because they had somebody get drunk and discuss it. But then when we saw it, we were like, this is not a great movie. Right, right, right. right. Guys, you know, at the end of the day, we got to get, yeah. get back to the most awkward sex scene oh. on earth. I had oh. the pleasure of making a mistake and watching that twice. 
Because we, our schedule's been so crazy this week that we ended up not actually watching the film together. But we kept trying to. Right. So we stopped it, or she fell asleep. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stop it. Because it was that riveting. It was, yeah. right, right. I was like, right. I'm going to stop it here. But I had watched it, and I was like, that was miserable. I don't ever want to see that again. So when I went back to start the movie again, somehow it had rewound itself. A little bit to, to right the, before that. And I was like, oh, God, I got to watch this. But were sex scene scenes again. really amazing back then? Yeah, we're, we're talking about. I, I, we're coming it, from. It, it, this, is yeah. after, did, did, this is after. This is after. After. After Spike Lee put the ice cubes on Rosie Perez's. But tits. this is a PG thirteen. Right, movie. right, right. I don't so, care. We've so seen, you just we've you just get the, you get you the sexy the saxophone, the cup, the cup yeah, exactly. boot, and the Over soft the light. Like they had a Vaseline on the lens. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not even talking about that. Okay. And that was weird. Right. But I'm talking about when she sits him down. Yes. Gives him the, the lap dance. On her knees yeah. In front of him. That was. I was like. That was the director thinking, if I wanted this woman to come over to me, exactly. right? how would I, I would want how her would to I, present how herself would I to do me. This to, yeah. Yeah. T- but then the other oh, thought is, well, he's not going to be coming and undressing her. No. He's used to, because he's used to Anne-Marie Johnson oh, telling him, him orders. what oh, to wow. do. Right, right, so he yeah. doesn't know how to. So he doesn't know. And, to the and, left, to the left. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poor, Military style. Poor Anne-Marie Johnson. I know. You know I love me some Anne-Marie. I she, do, too. I think yeah. she's she just, amazing. She just does not get the credit that she deserves. I mean, because she, she had, was of the time. She had to she play the role. That, yeah. She was of the time. Because I loved her in uh, What's Happening Now. Mm-hmm. My favorite episode <laughs> when the, 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 the dream team showed up and she got to do the hook. Yep. I don't know how much of this show do you guys watch. Another what's happening now officiant. Yes. <laughs> I knew I liked this. Yes, I knew I liked Dorian. Oh, yes. Me and Dorian. The what's happening now. The dream team is here. here. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome. I love she her. She's another like the record. Uh, I love the fact that the dream team was on what's happening now. And Ray right. Johnson, for some reason, was recruited to sing the hook. You know what? I just realized that there was not a brown skinned sister in this whole movie. Yeah, everybody was pretty. No, late. there wasn't. Well, yeah, you I think about her, her bougie, her bougie crew. Because that was Kim Cole. That's Kim, Kim Cole yeah. and her and some other woman. Yes, who was kind of darkish. No, she no. was very fair. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. And, Kim Cole is well, brown, brownish. Nah, she likes She's all the brown. She likes him. She's lighter. Is, Kim Cole is my complexion. I don't consider myself light skinned. People always be calling me light skinned, and it pisses me off. She okay, is, but still, there was not a browner skin. There was not. sister. In the whole film, I don't know if brown skinned women actually existed in the nineties. I no, don't. I, I need some no. documentary I think, footage. Yeah, yeah. I think it, until late nineteen sixties, right. and then they all died off. Then they all died off. Nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen. That's right. Or when was uh, when was Jungle Fever? Because that's when that they came back, and they were all right, angry. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were all angry yeah, when they came back. Yeah. yeah. So it was mad. So you know, in no, their Alex defense, brown mad. women didn't really exist. Right. So you Got can't. You. you couldn't. You know. You, what do we do with y'all? Like, there's no. We don't I don't know. We don't. Lord we don't like to talk about that period. Not dark enough right. to be angry. Not light enough to be pretty. So right. Oh, Sit down somewhere. Right. I'm talking about that. Is how they treated yeah, the brown skin sisters. That, that that was a problem, which is what makes watching a show like Insecure all the much more amazing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it is nothing but just beautiful. Melanated women. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what happened there? Oh, my God. I, I sit, sometimes, this is the other reason why when I do binge Insecure, uh-huh. I binge it twice in a row because oh. I get lost in the smile. Yep. Oh. Beautiful smiles. I know. I, I don't. Oh wait a minute. You ain't talking about nothing, about you, man. She got a beautiful smile. I know. 
<laughs> we are talking about Yvonne Orgy. Oh, yes. And Issa. And Issa Ray. Gorgeous. No. Yeah, but yeah. A lot of beautiful women. But but no, not not no no brown sisters. No brown sisters. No brown sisters. But there were a lot of a lot of uh like random cameos. It was yeah. It it was very uptown of a New York movie. Yeah. Yeah. LA, you know, you kinda but New York movies are so beautiful in the fact that because this is before Hollywood had made the full planting their Tentacles. Yeah, they really, so there was like New York got one movie a year. A black movie you got one black movie every couple of years. And so when those movies happened, you had these actors that were like I mean like James McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul Butler. Was it Paul Butler? Was also one of the guys. Paul Butler, yep. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. These are guys with Tony's. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like three lines. Right. For like two days. It's strictly business. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Ellen Cleghorn eventually was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Dennis like Leary. Scene. Right. He ain't black though. No, we're not just talking about black people. I'm not just talking about. I'm just talking about cameos. I know. Yeah. yeah. And Dennis Leary too. Just like James McDaniel's, the second they come in, mm. I think even if you didn't really know who they mm-hmm. were, you knew they had. You knew what they were bringing to. Happen. Right. Yeah. Because right. They, they instantly were in there. Like mm-hmm. uh, James McDaniel, he was one of the brothers. That the yeah. Brother, mm-hmm. and he, like, oh, he was on point. Yeah. Right. He said no. He was just standing there. Yeah. 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 I ain't looking over there. That brother. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck out of me. And Dennis Leary, he was just like, just all Dennis Leary. Just yeah. Like, I ain't got no time for you. I, right. Like, and one line yeah. and gone. But did you all notice the woman who plays Mute Norma from Orange is the New oh, Black? Yeah. Mute Norma was his secretary. Was his secretary. That's the first time sure I've ever heard was. this woman utter a word. Wow. She yes. was his Good secretary. Catch. I was like, what is the Orange is the New Black is this? Yep. Yes, I did notice yeah. that. So there were, you know, there were the, the celebrity. Jodeci was the house band. Jodeci was the house band. I saw this is right before they get famous, famous. Right. Yeah, yep, yep. Like right. you could tell there's a period where, where like Puffy got them and started dressing them like, which is what he always says. Like yeah. I went, I dressed them like me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, they yeah, became then Jodeci. Because okay, yep. yeah. at this point, Father MC was a bigger artist. Yes. Were, he had two songs, I believe, on the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Father yeah. MC, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was everyone's stepping stone. Mary J sang background. Uh, song. Yeah. That's true. Treat them like the they want, want to be see. treated. I want to see the unsung Father MC. That's probably a yeah, good unsung. No, 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 because there's more to it because a lot of people, you know, right. Would we, okay, would we have Alvin Shore without, right, without, I, and I've Father actually MC. heard Father MC say, like, the sort of, of sexy MC, like, he just sort of missed it. Like, he could have been, like, that R. Kelly-ish. Nah, he, nah, no. nah, he played himself by saying that. Because <laughs> Daddy Kane was already out. Yeah. Right. MC won nothing but... Right, but, 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 but watered down. Daddy Daddy Daddy. Daddy. I was just trying to rile him. I don't Father really like Father MC. I'm sure Father MC yeah. said that. Right, right, right. But right. people say a lot of things. People yeah, do say a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, bro. Cut that out right yeah. now. <laughs> you going to act like Big Daddy Kane didn't exist. Big Daddy Kane was the best rapper... And yes. at the time, he was a sex one of the most attractive rappers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, so Father MC, you know, he was smooth. Yeah, I don't yeah, lie. He was a paid girl man. But your yeah. pen ain't your pen ain't oh, that. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. At the time, he got played for it. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane was out now and in, and in Playgirl. Yeah. Shut it down. It was, right. Didn't he was date Madonna? Yeah, because it was. Yeah, he and he was, date, no, he didn't date Madonna. But he was in a book. Oh, he was okay. in that book. book with her. Yeah. And he was naked in the pool with her and Naomi Campbell, I believe. Yes. Yeah. He got heat for that. Right. You know, I wasn't mad at him, but I was too young to understand why it was like not cool. I just yeah. was happy to see 
negative people in the book. That's not really why. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you were too young to realize why it was not cool. Do you think that wasn't it wasn't cool? No, as a grown person, I don't. But okay. at the time, I wasn't okay. hip yeah. enough and cool enough to see why cool guys didn't you like it. it. My right. uncle was up in arms. My uncle was 10 years older than me, so he's my gauge. He was up in arms about Big Daddy Kane being in that book. Okay. Right. Because when you're a rapper, you're just supposed to be... Apparently, at that time. That was at that thought. time, yeah. yeah. To me, I was like, it's cool. I like Madonna. She's fine. Naomi Campbell fine. I mean, it, what you going to do but get negative with them in the pool? It didn't, make, it didn't seem like an issue to me. But to is him, there a, like, is no, there no. any right. political agenda that we should be concerned with behind that? I don't well, think you know, so. Madonna, her whole thing. We already know her. her let's not even get into Madonna sex. That's politics. a whole. I was about to say yeah, that's cool, a whole man. another. Yeah, let's not even yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think she's already already like, 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 like a virgin with Leon. She's coming for you next. Yeah. Any black dude get famous, Madonna try to kiss up on him. Cut it out. She did it with Drake. She's looking ridiculous. Uh, She's looking ridiculous. So that's just a pilot. That's a thing, though. Let's look. It's okay. So, uh, does any was anybody at all concerned about the fact that uh, he bought her a nightclub at the end of the? Movie? I thought it was a lot, but then no. 1991 Haley Berry. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. You know, that's like 1991 Haley Berry just sort of gives you a, a blanket statement every for everything. ridiculous thing that happens okay. in this film. Cool. Yeah, that's the answer to everything. Yeah. Halle so, Berry. Halle Berry. But it was a lot. It was. But then I thought, yeah, if I could have bought 1991 Haley Berry a nightclub. <laughs> but he didn't do it. Uh, right, he got to find it. He got to hire him. He broke the deal. He broke the, the deal. deal. And it was, seemed very realistic. They paid for it. it they got 50% of it. She had to do all the work. Right. Yeah, 50, like, that's, you know, that ain't nothing but a business yeah. investment. Right, 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 right. You know? I didn't, I didn't mind that. There was quite a few insider things that I dug about this film that I looked, that I didn't pick up on uh-huh. at the time because I was not going out. You know, the movie came out, I was like 15 years old, 16. So it was right before I got ready to start getting into the clubs and all that. Right. And the whole thing with uh, when Tommy Davidson met the girl, and he, she told him her name. And he was like, wait, is that your club name? Yeah. yeah. See, that went over my head at yeah. 15 because I wasn't in the club. Yeah. And I didn't realize until I met, you know, dude's name Infinite. Who, when you go to their house, their name is Laurel. Right, you know, right. I didn't right, know right. that. Oh, Infinite's your club name. That's your club name. Yeah, yeah. unique girl's name. You know, Cristal, and then you go home, and her name is Jane. Like, right. I didn't know right what that was. Right. So it went over my head, and I was like, Oh, that's that's like real nightlife. That's real stuff. night. Yeah, nightclubby stuff. Yeah, and I, I wonder if it's a New York thing. Like, no, no, okay, no. no. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah. In the politics of not a lawn is not how you get into a club. Right. It's how you can kind of get past yeah. the doorman and the security. That's still the case. Yeah. That's a, oh, that's, yeah. A, yeah. that's a to me a New York LA thing because it wasn't I didn't I had never heard of that shit till I got to LA. I was yeah. like, wait, what? Standing in line. I'm standing, not standing oh, in line, no, that, but that if I'm standing in line, I still might not get in right, the club. Right. LA, that's just because I'm not white you're not or right. yeah, Armenian right. or right. Mexican or like black women in a line in LA are at the bottom yeah. of the totem pole. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a sad state of affairs. With though. black people at the door. Wow. I mean, who else would keep us out? Right. Right. How was they going to justify it? Yeah. They got, yeah. They got out it. There. I mean, I have a, I had a friend who I remember telling Doreen this story. He was still mad. And I was thinking, well, this guy is trying to protect his job. But there was this exclusive club in L.A. that would, like, hop around. So yeah. it was never in the right, same right, right. location. And he was their doorman. 
And I came to the front with my girlfriends because I saw him. And this is a friend of mine. And he's like, I could let you in, but not your girls. Oh. Now, these are, and I'm not, you these know, no I'm not putting putting all. anything on it because they were my friends. These are right. gorgeous yeah, girls. Nah, these, these are they're nice. not, they're not uh, fake L.A. model girls. Right. But they are beautiful women. And he was like, sorry, can't do it. Because wow. they only let me let in a certain number. So many of us. I was like, this is some bull. Yeah. Four. So you ever know a club? Girls. Don't let yes. four women in? Right. Never have a right, and and and, and not dudes. Like you know, you hear about dudes, yeah, but dudes yeah, all the time. that's a normal yeah. conversation, right? But women, four women come together. Yeah, y'all. Matter of fact, it's supposed and to be if I the showed you these the women, you exactly. would go. And these ain't right. no, you don't sneeze at none of these girls, right? It is what it is. It's L.A. club. That's that L.A. culture. So yes, the the club line. This is how you get in. I was like, oh, this is this is different. Right, right. Mm. All right, it's it's we we've been talking about this for a little bit. Is there anything else we need to say about strictly business? About strictly business, uh, soundtrack is worth noting. Yes, it really is. It's worth noting because, because it's it, it stands the test of time longer than the movie. No question. The movie well, it does. Was, it does. Actually, I, I think the movie might have been dated when it came out. I really think that I do so. because yeah. the acting was just so eighties. It just wasn't. You're wasn't right. something that I this would... This was a late 80s movie that just didn't make it. And it came right. out in yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You could almost feel like this movie was on the shelf for maybe a year right. Right. before it pops out. Yeah, because it, yeah. it just it even felt dated for the time. Yeah. But the soundtrack, I mean, it had so many nice and smooth records. And nice and smooth records <laughs> so much. <laughs> the fact that, you know, we had <sighs> great Greg Nice oh, and Smooth B make not one... Not two, but, but three, three cameo appearances, yes. yes. along with Redhead King, Redhead Kingpin, who made the song "Can't Believe Thing About New Jack Swing." Yes, yep. so we had all of this wonderful musical history. Yeah, I was about to say it's like a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys yeah. on the soundtrack, I believe. Is it yeah. guys on the soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. the soundtrack very well. Guys on it. Leaders of the New School has a record. Yeah, yeah. Cool J had the title song. Yeah, yeah I was cool about J to say. Produced by was it Marley? Marley Marr. Yeah, Marley Marr. but you know, that's he and Marley was tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so the soundtrack is just is if for nothing else, a Jeff Red. Now, here's the thing about this Jeff Red record, uh, and they played it twice, and the reason being because we love it in New York. As a DJ, I realized we only love it in New York. In New York. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> yes, because I was like, you called twice, and told me really? is is like literally like it's it's almost as it's the barbecue song before I let go. Like literally, okay. you can play. You wow. Called and told me at a black party in New York with people above the age of thirty five, and you will get them on the dance floor as quickly as before I let go. We'll get okay. people in there. Right, floor. right. Really? I learned that this does not work outside of New York. <laughs> right, right, DJ, right. I tried this in L.A. I played the record, Ooh. and it had quite the opposite effect, oh. <laughs> which blew my mind because I love Jeff Red's record. I love right. Jeff Red's this Why one record. Dancing? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I thought I was going to at least get to the second verse. I had to right. cut in before the right. before I couldn't even make it to the hook. Right. I was like, I got to get out of this right. before they kick me out of this place. And. I loved it that they respected Jeff Red and played it twice. Yeah. The second time I played it all the way to the end. Yeah. I mean, the riffs and everything. Because it's got a great intro. That, 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 um, the drum track. I was about to say the drums. Yeah, the do, 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 Like that's, to me, that kick alone, that drum intro is New Jack Swing encompassed in the intro. Right, right, right. You see right, what right. New Jack Swing record without 
that particular yeah. drum pattern. That's true. And the fact that they started it with that, goom, goom, kek, goom, goom. you were like, all right, I know where I'm at. I know what I'm dealing with. I know what this era is. Right. The polka dots in the club, mm-hmm. you know, the Michael K. Williams dancing in the background, all this stuff told us these guys did their club research. Right. Because it looked exactly. like an actual club. Yeah. 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 To me, I mean, I the don't dance, know. The dance, yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't on it. I mean, it then. felt authentic. There was, the, there was the group is, you know. dance routine right. that always happens in every yeah. black yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Everybody always and says, sort like, of, you know, maybe. And, and sort of the chaos of the dance floor. Yeah. When you're not on it and you're trying, trying to, to get, get to somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. By now, everybody just stands around, bobs your head, bobs Right, right, right. So it's like that concept, you really have to go back and right. think about it. So I think the movie is good for that. The soundtrack, definitely, like I said. And Halle yeah. Berry. And Halle Berry. Halle Berry and, and, and there and we Halle go. Berry. Yeah. And like the great New York actors that make cameos throughout the film. Yeah. I sure. think. So that being said, would we recommend... Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Listen to the soundtrack. You should be good. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, listen to the soundtrack. You'll be all right. And there are other Halle Berry movies. To, there to are. see her in all of her yeah. wonder. Yes. And, and when they did the closing credits... And I don't she know started if running. Oh, God. When they did the closing credits... And they showed Halle Berry. They started on her breast. Yeah. And then they and panned yeah, up. Yeah, and then they panned up. That was problematic. Yeah. And then my note that I wrote was, Halle Berry has an Oscar. Halle Berry has an Oscar. And her yes, breasts were the focus point yeah. of her main movie. I mean, I will say this. She's got some Oscar-worthy titties. I, I, oh, yeah. I will say this to reference the conversation we had off mic. I've always said, I think Halle Berry is funny. Like, there's not enough funny oh, Holly Berry yeah, yeah, yeah. on film. I didn't see Babs, but I think people thought she was funny She was that. actually funny in Babs. Yeah. And, the, Babs, and the two minutes she gets to be funny in Boomerang. Oh. Like, I always that. stand by her yep. and David Allen Greer together. Yep, yep, and, yep. And, But because she's Holly Berry, people don't want to see her we like don't, that. Right, we don't really see her as funny. I can totally, I could probably, and I think that that might go back to what you were saying about her not feeling sexy. Right. I'm sure that she was just like, listen, I'm just a goofy girl from Ohio yeah. or, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and you guys told me And you guys sexy. told me I had to be like right. this, but I'm really this. Right. Because like, I'm really just goofy. You know what, babe? That makes total sense. And the reason why I say that is because when we were talking off mic, I think, about Halle Berry seeming like she was probably attractive her whole life. Yeah. I agree that she probably was. However... Growing up, maybe where she grew up, and having a white mother, up. right, right, she right. was not the cute girl. She was recognized, yeah, as no, right. beautiful, no, her whole life, and that really changes the way in which someone is able to kind of portray their sexiness. That's God, true. that's you know true. That's, very true. that's a good point, yeah, because it, it doesn't come from here; it comes from outside. It's right, thinking, well, right. I didn't know I was good looking because I wasn't a cheerleader. I wasn't whatever. Right, right, right. Those things that you have, to and be. then when people start coming at me. It was weird. Right. Yeah. I don't really know how to deal with that. Right. Yeah. And yet right. I'm told to use that to yeah. make me. Yeah. Famous. That's. Uh, yeah. You meet yeah, people she like might not that. Not own it. Yeah. The, you meet people like that where it's, like, it. it's weird when. Yeah. yeah. She did that. Uh, she did a. What was it? Kevin Hart did like a montage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. And she was in there. Yeah. And she's funny. Oh, yeah. You they might be never, right. Ever, they never ever show the episode in reruns. She was on Saturday Night Live. And was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Really? There was a she was the host. She was the host. There was a skit. It's the most random skit ever, and for, like I love it. The joke was every climax song sounds exactly alike. <laughs> well, it does. 
So she played the lead singer of Climax. Shut up. And like they did like four songs and they all sound exactly like the last one. Shut up. And I'm not even really selling it like it should be sold. Hilarious. Now I yeah. want to try to find that on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. That is pretty funny. So I mean, although when we say every, you meant to say both. I'm thinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I just know. I'm just thinking, we're, we're, you are a professor, so when you say every, every, it means right, 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 it knows but, three but, or but more. You are, right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, right, climax only really had two two songs. Yeah. it's like those two songs, and then I miss you. Got you, got you. Oh, I miss you, right? So right. you got three, but that right. doesn't sound but, like but that doesn't sound like your yeah. your critique stands. In the ladies' room, your, your critique. As a DJ, I know because yes. I play them records together, and people be like, "Why are you playing the same song for so long?" It's like, no, I actually changed the record. Right, right, right. But you don't know that. So there's you know, a consensus. Every song sounds alike. You meant to say Chardonnay. But, oh, see, mm, no, come on, can man. we see. not? Can we in 2017 see. take the R out of her name? Black know, people is right? Shade. We've been, been mispronouncing this. I was about to say on the cover of the album it says pronounced Shade. Yeah. Oh, word. That's but it's right. Not pronounced that way. The record label did that. I'm yeah. sure she had nothing to do. That's with right. That. Yeah, I remember Interesting. that. Interesting. Right. The, the cover of Dom in Life says, mm-hmm. Why, yes, I do love Sade. Why do you ask? On the cover, it, it says pronounced Sade, and yeah. it's phonetically with the R in it. Then, yeah, that was wrong. then that's, that's right. That's how do we that's know right. that that's wrong? Because that was back in the day when record companies did things without the artist knowing. Yeah, next thing you know. Yeah. Was it her English accent, perhaps? Pr- 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 probably. And she said, It's Sade. Right. And they were maybe, like, R. I can't, I can't say that I have either. I have. She doesn't do a lot of interviews. She doesn't. I don't know but what that's about, but maybe she but was we a Beyonce. Watch all that shoddy. Yeah, dis- don't get too loose in the lips. With that, real, like I can't you know, even imagine how that could even come about. Like, like you know, easy I feel like with just, all that. He's just farting in the room. Yeah, like he's just saying stuff now. But Chardin. as a consensus, we've decided that we are not recommending. Get no. the soundtrack. The soundtrack right. no. because it'll give you the same feel. Here's the thing. If it comes on TV no. and it's free, don't turn no. it off. Clean the room. Turn it off. Right. Turn it off. Man. Turn it off. But dead, like, don't be a captive audience. Turn it off. Silence before. Don't be a captive <laughs> audience. No, because there are certain elements I think are good about it. Right. In terms of like like what we just said, you know, bringing up. Damn. No? Okay. If you all can like see the looks watch. I'm getting right now. If you have something on I'm in the background, it has to be funny. Like, you can watch Coming to America but in the background. But not so funny that it distracts you yeah, from what you're doing. No, but there is nothing that you will need nothing. to stop and go back to. Yes, you look up, you're like, oh, snap, that's Sam Rockwell. Back in this What? Oh, Novella Nelson. In the movie, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that I really love. Child back. <laughs> Let me follow You're like, no, nah, it's not good enough. <laughs> right. Buy the soundtrack on Amazon. Uh, we, we will come yeah. back and review a better movie. I'm so All right. Sorry. We got you yeah, on tape I will apologize. It. I'm so sorry yeah. to so, see y'all. We'll make it so, and Simone will pick this one. And Simone yes, will pick this one. It's going to be yes. the savviest movie you've ever seen. Long as it's black, we got to do it anyway. Ha-ha. He's the one that brought Coming to America last time. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, that's an easy pick, though. Like a white person would have sat down and said, "Let's come to America." You know, you, you say it takes a real nigga to pick strictly business. Right? It does. 
It does. Well, good. I think the well, good for you. It was on the soundtrack. Well, well, cuckoo, cuckoo, How black are you? <laughs> and on That's that note, we have all wasted collectively. We, we, I'm so sorry. Eight guys. hours of our lives. Uh, thanks to Dory. I will apologize. Yeah. I, I'm going on record to apologize for this. Yeah. It's all good. But it was so bad. Don't apologize for this. Yes. 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 As always. Thank yes. You Absolutely. Thank, thank you so you. much. For, uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. He's always go so fast. He's, he's, always a good time. See y'all as true friends. Yeah. We so do. Great. We do. So, no we, doubt. Y'all I, in my neighborhood, and I told y'all where I live. Like, I told he did. It's true. That um, I put a picture of my... Uh, uh, a, a little picture of me and my grandson up on Instagram that you, <laughs> you you both liked very much, and I think you even said like, "Oh, it's gorgeous." And I showed somebody. I was like, "Misty Knight, like Misty Knight, like my grandson." Well, you know, the bad thing is the flip. It's the flip side with me. Like, I'll be somewhere, and people will be talking, you know, and Luke Cage will come up and say, oh, yeah, some moments, and people start talking, you know, talking like men talk about women. And, yeah, like, I actu- and I actually say, yo, easy. <laughs> like, I know, like, A, I know her. B, that's my man's wife. Like, you can't be, like, easy. they like, fuck him. No, she's in the world. She's so, in the world now. She's so in the world you know. now. I'm going to tell you like this, man. It just... It, I had no problem with it. I knew my wife was beautiful when I met her, which is why I did. She'll tell you the first time we came to New York, because we be in L.A., I'm DJing, I ain't got to worry about my wife, because L.A. dudes, they ain't got no sense. They ain't talking to her. She's too black. So I ain't worrying about it. We <laughs> get here York. on the East Coast. Yeah, we get to New York, <laughs> and I was like holding her hand. Like, Hold on. She's like, what's up? Like, no, <laughs> I ain't letting you free. Right, right. Like, you like me because of my Brooklyn swagger? Buzz All these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> we are actually yeah. where they make them. Exactly, yeah. I'm not a unicorn. You brought here. her to the factory. Exactly, yes. Hey, look here. I don't want you to tell me what he looked like. Right. You can tell me what his gators look like. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but I was like, baby, just stand real close to me. Right. You got to go to the bathroom. Let me walk with you. Right. In LA, I'm like, nah, you be good. Right, right. <laughs> so apparently she can't even get in the club. Yeah, right. In LA, right? Yeah, New York, they, they moved the waters for her. Right. So to see people appreciate my wife for her beauty and all of that, it don't bother me. I actually love it because I feel well, like she deserves it. She deserves to, to hear it from someone other than myself. Right. So you ain't got to shut it well, down. I see y'all as yeah. true friends. So I like, A, don't be talking yeah. about my man's wife. Like, that's my man's well, wife. Well, put yourself in their shoes. And B, if you ain't know her, when you talk I about I know her. Way? So, you know, <laughs> like, don't be talking about somebody I know, I right, right, know. out of pocket. Like, I, mm-hmm. like you know, so. Look, but, but thank you. I nah, appreciate I that. She posted thank a picture you. a couple days ago, and I was like, babe, if I ain't know you, I would be like, yo. Right. How can I get to know her? Right. Right. So. I understand it, where yes. it comes from. So it ain't no big deal to me, you know? Yeah, yeah it ain't nothing. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right. Yes. Uh, the show will be available for your download streaming player on, um, well, I, I, I was about to say when we get to it. We'll do that in post. Um, <laughs> we'll, we fix, gotta, we'll fix it in post. Fix we'll it fix in post. post. We'll fix it in post. We'll yeah, yeah. Post. We got to get out of here. Yeah, because um, we don't fool around miss our bus. Oh, shit. Mm. Oh, Sorry, guys. Let's get out of here. Sorry if you want, we sleeping on your sofa. I know. We got a spare room. <laughs> yeah. Just put an AC in there. But, uh, <laughs> just put it in there. We got to get out of here, ladies yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm Len. He's Vince. That's Dorian and Simone. Yeah. Jasmine, our beautiful social media. All right. Mm. Uh, 
coordinator, and in parting, as always, we say, we'll see you when it's time to meet again. It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again. Hey, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode, uh, this very special episode of the Michelle Mission, ladies and gentlemen. It was indeed our pleasure to bring it to you. As I said before, the Mystics, they are a bucket of fun. Uh, now I have a very special invitation that I want to present out there to a very special someone. Um, we became friends with the Mystics primarily because early on in our uh, history, we did a review of a movie that Dorian Mystic starred in called Big Words. It was a pretty cool movie, but we did have some issues with the film, which uh, upon listening to the review, Dorian was, you know, accepting of that, but not so much so that he couldn't, you know, continue listening to the show and and enjoy the show and become our friend and yada, yada, yada. Uh, That episode was also listened to by the director of Big Words, Neil Drumming, who it has come to my understanding, I guess he doesn't like our show. He probably just doesn't like me. But with our um, March on to 100 uh, commencing right now, is actually, I wanted to take advantage of this show being presented to you very early to extend an invitation to Neil Drumming uh, to be our very special guest for our live screening of The Wiz on episode 100. Uh, It will be done at Amalgam Comics. Uh, The date hasn't been determined as of just yet, Um, but when it does, we would greatly appreciate if Neil would not only come down for the screening, but if he is willing to sit with us and to help us review The Wiz on episode 100. All right, so that's it. We'll be back on Wednesday Episode 79, Black Belt Jones. I know you've been watching it, so it'll be coming your way on Wednesday, uh, as promised. It'll just be episode 80 now, as we move closer and closer to 100. All right. Put some sunshine on your face. I got mine. Go get yours. Peace.